0: If you are hearing this right now, it means we're covering some graphic topics in today's episode.
1: This is a true crime and paranormal podcast. There's going to be some murder. Oh, who are we? Um, Do you want to do it? Would you like the honors? I
0: don't know. It's been a while.
1: (laughs) A little rusty. Shake it off. (coughs) I'm
0: going to have to take it slow. (laughs) Hello, hello. Welcome (laughs) to Archive murder mystery and all around mayhem that's bailey
1: that's ben so we're back yeah we took a hiatus so the last two episodes that you guys have listened to they were pre-recorded like a month a month two months ago a while ago probably like two three months ago so this is our first episode back in like real time and let me tell you we came back at the perfect time because i just i just covered the case of arnie cheyenne Mm -hmm, johnson mm -hmm. and the new conjuring is out
0: and you watched it without me (laughs) no
1: i haven't seen it yet what yeah we didn't end up watching it so oh my god i'm excited i asked jacob
0: how it was and he said good but he hasn't seen it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we didn't watch it what the hell (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so we went on a little hiatus for school reasons and life reasons i got a job ben got several jobs um Mm -hmm. (laughs) we've been living but we're ready to get back into the into the swing of things so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: oh we have a new podcasting studio that's dope.
0: And it's beautiful.
1: It is beautiful because I decorated it. Um, <laughs> it's actually my home office that I turned into, a because I work from home. So I turned it into a home office on one side of the room, and the other side of the room is our little podcasting studio. So you guys will get to see some video content coming out soon.
0: And on the other side of the room, just outside the door, is Casper's buttocks.
1: Yeah. our uh, <laughs> Our podcast mascot is my dog, Casper, who is severely overweight and... <laughs> <laughs> A cry baby with ptsd um oh, man. but we love him anyways so. and with
0: super stinky breath
1: <gasps> he's just a stinky dog in like, general at first
0: i was like it's fine that he's licking me but it's so bad he actually smells really really bad
1: okay well you don't have to make him feel self-conscious about it all <laughs> right he's gonna start crying again he actually did though <laughs> he does start cry- uh, you call him fat he starts crying
0: i didn't do that i never called him fat
1: i called him fat i'm the one who made him fat though so it's fine
0: (laughs) yeah those burger king nuggets
1: (laughs) he gets his own 10 pack of little nuggies every time i go to burger king
0: that's you probably shouldn't admit that like pita's gonna come for you
1: he does not get his own (laughs) 10 i feed him carrots he gets
0: one
1: (laughs) actually i do feed him carrots he loves carrots
0: nice weston loves carrots that's
1: weird i was going to feed the guinea pigs one day good and he would not stop crying at me so i just handed him a carrot and he ran (laughs) off with it and i found a piece (laughs) of it later in my bed
0: So I'm drinking today a grapefruit uh, seltzer water. What oh yeah, do,
1: what are you got, drinking? Um, I'm drinking regular water, but with a noon tablet. Mm-hmm. I've been obsessed with noon tablets lately because I <laughs> I like to live life dehydrated, um, which is not the best for me, but I do it anyways. And um, these noon tablets they make the water taste good, and there's like extra minerals and shit in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. it's delicious though. I work from home, so I sat in a chair all day. Not fun. But (laughs) I will be not sitting in a chair very soon because tomorrow, tomorrow morning, I leave for Las Vegas. Okay, we got two stops Uh, on this Las Vegas a la Bailey trip, right? Okay. Okay. First off, we got the Mob Museum. So if you remember in, I want to say episode six, where I covered the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so I I used a bunch of sources from the Mob Museum and now I'm actually going to get to go in person. And then, nice, guess nice. I'm most excited for this second stop, though.
0: What do you got? Petting I'm too? going.
1: <laughs> no, I'm going to Zach Baggins' haunted museum.
0: Dang, I didn't know that was in L.A. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, it's in Las Vegas. Or Las Vegas, same it's thing. It's so good. Well, very different things. <laughs> I'm so excited. That's the only place I had. Like my parents were like, "Let's go to. We're going to Las Vegas," and I was like, Zach Baggins' haunted museum. Wait, does Nobody... he have Robert the doll? Yeah, he's got Annabelle. Hold on, let me Google it. Oh okay. shoot.
0: That's going to be really cool. Is your mom going to go in?
1: No, actually. Nobody else in my family wanted to go, but I kept asking <laughs> about it, so now my dad's forcing my brother to take me.
0: Nice. Nice. I know. Just you and Connor are going to go in?
1: Yeah. All right. Check it. Oh, hold on. Oh, they only have the museum store online. They got a dope-ass logo, though, I will say. Here's the haunted museum. <sighs> so Let me tell you what we- they got. Excuse Bruh, my they wheezing,
0: because... Gotta- <laughs> Bailey has guinea pigs, and I'm severely allergic to them. It's
1: a really weird thing to be allergic to. Okay, so wow. I just opened up wow. their... Um... What are you looking at? Sorry, I was reading what I was looking at. I'm looking at an article that talks about what Zach Bagans has in his museum that ah, I'm so excited nice. to see. <sighs> are you allowed okay.
0: to take pictures inside, do you think?
1: Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to, but you, oh, I will. Oh, you've got to
0: take pictures of Robert.
1: I'm not taking pictures of Robert <laughs> the doll. I don't feel like being haunted. But he's got, he's literally, he has the last Polaroid that Gacy took, John, like, um, John Wayne Gacy, Gacy, and his final pack of cigarettes before he was executed. (gasps) Charles Manson's pentagram necklace, Sharon Tate's wedding dress, and glasses worn by Ted Bundy. Sheesh, this man's Uh, crazy. Yeah, jeez. He has got other haunted stuff, too. I'm pretty sure he has Robert the Doll. Maybe, I think he has Annabelle. I'm not too sure, but... I just found an article that I haven't opened it yet, but I'm gonna read you the I'm gonna read you the title.
0: Is this the Good Vibes article?
1: Zach Baggins opens Tiger King exhibit in Las Vegas. Wait, what? He opened a Tiger a Tiger King like, themed, themed exhibit. What? I wonder if it's just all about Carol Baskin's dead husband. That oh she he's fed to definitely
0: tigers. he's definitely in on that. <laughs> he's deep into that conspiracy. He's like, Yep, she did it. And what are we talking
1: about today? <laughs> you're first i, I am think. first
0: okay so i've got uh this cool cult because i love talking about cults this one's the called cult the king order well i don't I know did, if i should call you that i did get hoisted up by raccoons in one of your dreams <laughs> as the <laughs> raccoon that's king true. Uh, so
1: we should do some video content about that i'll animate it
0: okay so i'm gonna get into it oh god i forgot that i really have to start with this shit In October of 1994, three-month-old baby Emmanuel Detroit was tragically murdered by members of the Order of the Solar Temple. He was stabbed repeatedly using a wooden stake because they thought he was the Antichrist. Aren't wooden stakes for...
1: Vampires, I thought.
0: Oh, I was about to say werewolves. Yeah, vampires, you're right, you're right. Silver bullet is werewolves. Yeah. Also the Antichrist, I guess. Emmanuel's murder was the first of many deaths in a war for control of the cult known as the Order of the Solar Temple. So... That's the type of stuff we're going to get into today.
1: <laughs> Starting off strong there. Yeah. Starting off real sad.
0: But I mean, if you knew that they're the Antichrist, fair. But I don't think they knew. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> no. Okay. We're going to keep going. Is <laughs> his mother's name
1: Rosemary? Rosemary? Rosemary's Baby. Is that? It's the, the that's movie like, what the f- and a book, I think.
0: Oh, I haven't seen it or read it.
1: It's called Rosemary's Baby. She gives birth to the Antichrist.
0: Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Excuse my excuse my wheezing, cause uh, we got some guinea pigs in this house, and I'm <laughs> allergic to them, very allergic to them. Hi, future Ben here. I regret to inform you that Freddie and Teddy have passed away. Rest in peace. You will be missed. When I was first looking <laughs> into this, I was thinking like the Eternal Flame Temple from Avatar, you know, where where uh, Zuko and and Oh Aang yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah, but that's that's not really it at all. That's completely different. I just uh, brought that up because I thought it was cool. Before the okay, so I didn't actually know anything about this cult before I started this case, but it's actually an incredibly famous one or infamous one, I guess. They're responsible for the third or fourth largest mass killing within a cult, and I'll cover more cults that do mass killings. But oh, yeah, we've already talked one. about um, Om Shinrikyo, the Jonestown yeah, don- 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 massacre is the biggest one, yeah, yeah, yeah. With it was like uh, 700 something dead, Whew. yeah, pretty gnarly. So I won't name numbers yet um for this cult but we'll get into that. So, founded in 8 in sorry, founded in 1983 by a Belgian man named Luc Jurey and a Frenchman named Joseph De Mambro. The cult was originally founded as a secret order in Geneva, Switzerland that combined several existing groups and they kind of sorted it out in 1990 and adopted the name Order of the Solar Temple or just the Solar Temple. And while it's most notorious for the mass murders because you know that's a big deal in really? the 1990s, Um which, by the way, that's a pretty quick turnaround. Um, the 1990s, going from okay. Making your cult to a mass murder.
1: In my head, this this takes place in like long, long time ago.
0: Just because of the name, for sure, yeah.
1: Well, the, that too, and like I don't know, you don't hear a lot about baby murder in modern news.
0: huh yeah. I mean, that seems like I, I haven't. I'm that sure seems it like though, right?
1: I probably, I don't but. Hear about it murdering a baby thinking it's the antichrist seems very like yeah don't trust electricity thing. you know <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah it does feel like that <laughs> that's funny okay so like the basis of this religious or spir- spiritual movement kind of traces back to the order of the temple which is founded in 1805 by a french freemason named bernard raymond fabre palperat sorry i had to take a breath there that's a long name and um, again it's allergic so to guinea pigs <laughs> and those bastards, guinea pigs future ben here again yikes The group is connected to the medieval... One of them is named (laughs) Ted (laughs) Bundy. He's trying to kill me.
1: The other one is Freddie Mercury. Okay. The good balance is out. out,
0: Um, Teddy stares at
1: me while I sleep sometimes.
0: Those are the funniest Snapchats. (laughs) I wake up in the morning. He's like got his paws together. Yeah. I wake
1: up in the mornings and Teddy is just staring at me from the top of his little igloo. Just like he has his little tiny paws like together like he's plotting something. (laughs) Where was I? Freemason. With the long name. Oh, I learned something about Freemasons, Freemasons and Mormonism. That
0: do those connect at all? Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. Huh. I won't get into it now, but
0: I'm future Ben, and I say, nah, get into it.
1: I guess what I found out on TikTok. What? Which may it may Mo- or there's may not Mormons be true. On <laughs> yeah. Well, there's ex-Mormons on TikTok. Ah, uh, there we go. Yeah, they believe that. Uh, this may or may not be wrong. So, if there's any Mormons out there, and this is offensive to you, I don't really care. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice preface well um oh my
1: God. so mormons apparently so you know the story of cain and abel cain kills abel in the bible or whatever they oh, mormons God. think that i know where Cain's is going. punishment is i feel like i've told you this before but they think that cain's punishment is like to he was forced to like walk the earth forever as this like non-human being or whatever so they essentially they think cain is sasquatch
0: actually no that's not toxic that's cool
1: yeah i mean right? that's a cool story it's to think like, about
0: yeah. Fuck it. Cain is, is is Sasquatch. Fuck it. Sasquatch. But that means there's only one.
1: Maybe he multiplied. Wanna,
0: but would God give him that much power if he's exiled? Know. Maybe it just to like... walk the earth forever? I don't
1: know. Maybe he just like fucked a bear or something and like made a weird hybrid. <laughs> I don't know. And that's what walks the New earth. New conspiracy theory by, <laughs> by
0: Bailey. That's gonna be one of our um,
1: Sasquatch, fuck bear offshoots. Breaking local news. So,
0: <laughs> that's gonna be one of our offshoots of archive, <laughs> um, sas bear, bear er, squatch, bear squatch. <laughs> 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 oh fuck! All right, we're getting off topic. I'm gonna Photoshop that later. Definitely. Um, wh- where was I? No. Oh yeah, yeah. I Freemasonry. Just, uh, yeah, I just read this long Freemason guy's name, um, and he's French. And we don't yeah.
1: have to cut out so much of this. Definitely. <laughs> Keeping bear squash, though. That's oh, yeah. pretty good. <laughs> okay,
0: I'm going to continue. Oh, this group is the Order of the Temple, made by the French Freemason Bernard Raymond Fabre Palaprat.
1: Yeah, that's where Got we stopped.
0: Em. Yeah, that's Paliparat. where we stopped. That's where we went off the rails. This group was connected to the medieval Knights, Knights Templars. The Knights Templars of the Temple of Solomon were a military order created for the purpose of protecting pilgrims uh, on their journey to the Holy Land. Hmm. They're old as hell. This w- They were this big organization of Christians in the 11th and 12th centuries who protected travelers, mostly European travelers, as they visited sites in the Holy Land in the Middle East. But they mm. also carried out, like, military operations. There's a million conspiracies about them, and they're thought of as this, like, mysterious and wealthy, uh, powerful force that people... Uh, there's all sorts of conspiracy theories. Like, I've seen it on the internet when I was a kid. Just, it's weird. It's weird. And there's a bunch of memes with the, with the helmet of, of like a Knights Templar. When I
1: think of the Knights Templar, they're the ones with the, the white things with the red cross on the front. Yeah. It just makes me think of Monty Python.
0: Same, same. <laughs> I actually had that in here as a note. Not only were they a religious force, being basically a Catholic army, they were also incredibly skilled bankers. They set up this whole network of banks and had an enormous financial influence over the Middle East and Europe. They had a code of conduct called the Rule of the Templars. Which is responsible for their signature style of dress. Um, like you said, you've seen it in Monty Python, uh Holy Grail specifically. <laughs> but this code of conduct also has some like weird ass rules. They had rules for every aspect of your life. They had um sixty eight rules in the first version, and as it grew the rules became more complex, and finally there were several hundred rules <laughs> by the time the knights disbanded. So here's some here's some of the Yikes. Uh, highlights. Quote, we prohibit pointed shoes and shoelaces and forbid any bro- brother to wear them, for it is manifest and well known that these abominable things belong to pagans. Good one, good one. Uh, another shoelaces. Quote. Yeah, yeah. You
1: dirty pagan.
0: <laughs> we want your shoes half falling off at yeah. all times. Uh, another quote. We believe it to be a dangerous thing for any religious to look too much upon the face of a woman. <laughs> for this reason, none of you may presume to kiss a woman. Uh, be a widow young girl mother sister aunt or any other (laughs) and henceforth and henceforth the knighthood of jesus christ should avoid at all costs the embraces of living by which men have perished many times so that they may have remained eternally before the face of god with a pure conscience and sure life
1: you know what that one's not that bad because (laughs) i don't think anybody should be out there kissing little girls first of all i don't know why they had to put that in writing (laughs) it just seems like a given
0: (laughs) well yeah one yeah one exactly one of those things is respectable <laughs> not the widow uh mother sister aunt like that's all kind sorry of mom
1: book says i can't touch you
0: <laughs> i thought um, get
1: those pointed shoes out of here you whore <laughs> here's what
0: i was thinking i was thinking all right men here are your standard issue silver purity rings also if you hug your mother you're a slut and you're going to hell <laughs>
1: It's just like a Robin Hood men in tights where they have the metal chastity belts. <laughs>
0: oh my God. That movie's so good. Okay, here's a uh, last one. Quote, and if possible, the house where they sleep and take lodgings should not be without a light at night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Me too. I'm scared.
0: <laughs> oh. Okay, so they got a bunch of weird ass rules um, based on religious principles of Catholicism and Christianity, which we all know has... So also has some weird ass rules in the later half of the 12th century, Muslim armies retook Jerusalem, forcing the Knights Templar out of their fortresses to wander Europe, looking for a new place to call their headquarters. After this European support of military action in the Holy land eroded. And by 1303 King Philip, the fourth of France disbanded the order. So they're done, hmm. right? Wrong. All that to say, uh, the ideas and influence. you You preparing to, you're like, About to speak? Nah. (laughs) Uh, So the ideas and influence of the Knights of Templar did not die in 1303. Going back to the Freemason Bernard Palaprat, who I brought up earlier, this French guy revives the order. Um, Freemasons are chill with taking all sorts of influences as long as they support the belief in a higher deity. He proclaims himself Grand Master of the newly founded Order of the Temple in 1804. And he, quote, discovered... The Larmenius Charter, a document written in Latin as supposedly from 1324. Remember, this is after the Knights Templar has been disbanded. uh, Bullshit alert. 400 years? (laughs) No, not 400 years. Like 24 years after.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Or 21 years after. Uh, So the charter lists 22 successive grandmasters of the Knights Templar from 1324 to 1805. And he's one of them. I'm on that list. That's so crazy.
1: His name is just like written in crayon on the bottom.
0: (laughs) I mean, the whole thing's written in crayon. It's all bullshit. So Bernard's lion ass gets momentum. That sounds kind of weird. However, there were a few thousand members. throwing it back with
1: that momentum. Uh (laughs) Throwing it back in one of those white robes. I
0: need to take a sip off that one.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. I need to. Shakes it. Follow the code. (laughs)
0: See, it's written right here. Okay. Alright.
1: Actually, all right. um it also it also states in in that <coughs> charter thing that Meg the Stallion is. Oh yeah, the next she's one. the
0: next Templar, yeah, for sure. <laughs> she's the next uh, grandmaster. Uh yeah, so there's a few thousand members all over the world in the early eighteen hundreds. Bernard dies in eighteen thirty eight and <laughs> don't that's uh Bailey's drink, don't worry about it. Her water that's with a, a zoot, a zoom. <laughs> Zoop tablet. What is it called? <laughs> what's the tablet called?
1: Zoop tablet? No, it's called a noon tablet. A
0: uh, noon tablet, okay. All
1: right. <coughs> I'm interested though. Let's keep That's going. It's a good, case, though. This a good be- one. Well the knights will say so, me.
0: They're getting thousands of members all over the world. Um Bernard dies in eighteen thirty eight and the movement goes through some breakups and by nineteen fifty there were about a hundred different small neo-templar groups in existence throughout the world all of which subscribe to the base ideologies of the knights templars so the older so the, version of it it was is really just it was a
1: crazy man with a fat ass holding them all together yeah and, and then, then they he died and disbanded
0: then then they, they split like a banana
1: <laughs> there was no ass that could replace that of his <laughs> I'm just imagining a man that's like old ass and like this old ass like 1800s outfit, just like throwing it back in front of a group of people, being like, "Follow the good word," and he's just like shaking. uh! (laughs) Heart attack, mid twerk. He's like in the splits on the ground.
0: (laughs) He was not that cool. Don't worry. No way. He was a prude. He had a purity ring i mean uh, well maybe his chastity belt's like clanking
1: on the ground as he twerks in the splits
0: <laughs> but the guy maybe he didn't have a chastity belt um but the guys he idolized definitely did
1: we don't know we'll never know it's lost to history anyway i will pay you for bernard palaprat's chastity belt <laughs> anyone out there who's listening if you can find
0: <laughs> no uh maybe it's in um the uh place you're going In Las Vegas.
1: (laughs) It's at Zach Bagans Honor Museum. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like this glowing, like, lit glass case.
0: (laughs) And if you take a picture of it, it gets (laughs) teleported to your body.
1: (laughs) You wake up and it's just on you. you (laughs) You get your own.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. A lot of the groups that split off, like, subscribe to the Knights Templar's ideologies. But where some groups differed is that they claimed their founders were directly initiated as actual Knights of Templars by these ascended masters of the temple. So they've got this ceremony where the legit Templars induct them from the afterlife. That's way cooler than just being Templar stands like the rest of the guys. <laughs> these guys are in contact with the OGs. But the sect of the Solar Order started with the, just the basic Templar ideas, but added their own twist. Um, so we're going to get into that right now. Luke Jure was one of the founders of the Order. Let's talk about him for a minute. He was born in Belgium, occupied Congo in 1947 and later moved back to Belgium as a child. Luke graduated university with a medical degree and what do you do with a medical degree, you ask?
1: The way you said that, I'm going to say not practice medicine.
0: Uh <laughs> Maybe a little bit of that, but you become a paratrooper in the Belgian army.
1: Oh, that was way cooler.
0: And then when you leave the army, you uh, have a homo- homeo <laughs> <laughs> homeopathic homeopathic <laughs> homeopathic medical practice in France, which that's is cool. Thought you
1: were gonna say homophobic. Oh. <laughs>
0: Damn.
1: That's 1960s it's Belgium. What are you gonna do?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but you know, homeopathic medicine practice—that's uh, cool, comma as long as you incorporate legitimate medical science. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, Luke spent a lot of his time traveling the world Learning about different forms of spiritual healing And alternative medical practices Like Mm. psychic healing He finally settles down in France Near the Swiss border And some accounts say he married a woman And the couple lost their baby Like it passed shortly after birth Sad Which leads to their divorce Very sad Uh, (laughs) But he continued to travel Oh, is uh, Casper making noise? He's good, good. He's, he's sleeping He's sleepy, baby But he continues to travel, giving lectures on alternative medicine all around the world, mostly French-speaking countries like Canada. And this whole time, he started to really dive into the occult. He joins a group called the Golden Way Foundation, basically which is a meetup for occultists. uh, And that's in Geneva, where he meets Joseph de Mambro.
1: Like Comic-Con, but spooky.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look who came to join us to talk about cults. Hi, Casper. What's
0: up, Casper?
1: You already went poop. I'm not taking you again.
0: All right, Casper. You've had your air time. You've got your 15 minutes. Right, you I'm want not some taking
1: more? you poop again. I'm not taking you poop again.
0: Are you trying to get him to whine?
1: Yeah. He'll <laughs> cry in a minute. Trying
0: to get him to whine Casper, and cry?
1: You're obese. You are medically obese. You have bad breath. <laughs> Don't touch it. <laughs> All you have to do is stare at him. There's something wrong with my dog, but I love him. Back yeah, it he's up. stuck. He's stuck. Back, back it, up. it up. Back it up.
0: <laughs> All right. Go back to sleep. Taking a break for Billy to take the dog out. Oh, just putting him to bed. Never mind. Okay. So at the meetup for occultists uh, in Geneva, he meets Joseph de Mambro, the other half of the order of the solar temple. Uh, Joseph de Mambro was born in 1924 and grew up in France where he attended a private Catholic school. Joseph went on after school to be a jeweler and clockmaker. He got married and had a son. But Joseph was always interested in the occult, probably due to his strict Catholic upbringing and life experience living in France during both world wars. Ooh, yeah, this guy's seen suck. some morbid shit. Both world wars in France. Take that in. That's like France lost 1 20th of its entire population and like 70 towns were wiped off the map. That's just World War I. World War II, it's a hard knock 1% of its population was killed, but half of that was civilians. So that's a fucked time to be in. Being devastated like this can lead someone to dig into a belief, uh, especially a toxic one. And there's nothing more toxic than becoming the founder of the group he called the Great White Brotherhood, <laughs> which is very surprisingly not a Swiss faction of the KKK. <laughs> um, I don't think it's race-related. It's just an unfor- unfortunate title. But the group did believe... Um, that there were perfect human beings that were supposed to guide everyone through the process of evolution. So, like,
1: you sure that's not the KKK?
0: I know, right? It sounds. Did they
1: wear white pointy hoods with their little Uh, cross robes?
0: I don't know. I didn't look that (laughs) up, but there's probably robes involved. I feel like all of these cult type things have robes involved. And he claims to be incarnations of different important historical figures, like Moses or, um, and some Egyptian pharaohs. He was a nut whose interest in the occult eventually led him to the Golden Way Foundation. where He, he was met, a nut. Where he met Luke Joray in the 1980s.
1: Well, golly, I'll say. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Some shit my grandma would say.
0: <laughs> That's what you piped in to say. Actually, but no, my that was grandma great.
1: called somebody an idiot the other day. Just like <laughs> my sweet little Southern grandma never Seriously? says anything like anything rude or anything. Wow. And my grandma, we were talking about some lady at church or whatever. There's some lady at church that they go to. And my grandpa was like, "Yeah, she's a little wacky, like trying to be nice. And my grandma was uh-huh. like, she's an idiot. And I was like, "What?" Oh. <laughs> grandma was out here Sheesh. for blood. Damn,
0: Not pulling any punches. Grandma. I was God like, damn. what'd she
1: do? And my granny was like, I don't even know.
0: <laughs> she's like, the T is too <laughs> she's large.
1: Like- <laughs> she's like, she's just an idiot. And my papa was wow. like, well, let's not be me. And she's like, no. <laughs> she's like i said it
0: <laughs> dang My
1: sweet That's little really southern grandma yeah anyways granny's got beef at church it
0: sucks. yeah it sucks that there's no more context i want to know like what <laughs> i what know happened.
1: i will investigate and get back to you okay
0: sweet <laughs> all right so yeah he meets luke jure in the 1980s in and in 1984 they founded the order of the solar temple the men believed that they were the heirs of the medieval knights of templar and were super selective about who could join the group because their teachings were supposedly directly from the Knights of Templar. The order was shrouded in secrecy. Also written in crayon. Yeah, also (laughs) written in crayon. The order was shrouded in secrecy, and members had to jump through all sorts of hoops to be included in the group.
1: Some real big financial hoops.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's not really a cult unless it takes all your money. Because of these large payments, they make their headquarters in Zurich, Switzerland. I don't know how if you say that. Zurich, yeah. I don't know how if you say that. I just, what am I talking about?
1: I don't know how, if, when you say that.
0: I don't know who, why, when, where, what, say Zurich.
1: It's been Uh, a long time since we uh, recorded. Yeah, seriously.
0: (laughs) And um, there's also lodges, which are like smaller parts of the order throughout the world. The lodges had altars for worship and members had to shell out the big bucks for these robes that you can wear during uh, the ceremonies.
1: Imagine Uh, they're like cashmere, just like soft as fuck.
0: mm.
1: I'm I'm just saying, can I get my hands on one?
0: uh, Maybe eBay. (laughs) Okay, similar to Scientology, there's different levels within the order and members have to pay for each level uh, to ascend. So they got the money part down, but what to believe in?
1: Like Doctrine Roulette.
0: But the, Yeah, but the classic, <laughs> the doomsday part, the order believed that the world was going to end in the mid-90s. Oh, that's so, a classic.
1: That's a yeah, given. Yeah, you have right? to believe in some sort of apocalyptic end.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's the best part about a cult
1: the doomsday prepping that's my favorite <laughs> part i really enjoy couponing so i got a lot of canned food <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's just all moms Oh my god!
1: i'm surprised there's not more moms in, in cults okay
0: so their base ideologies were supposed to mimic those of the knights of templar like basically making the world a better place through good deeds and service i guess i never said like hmm. that part of the ideology but, um, and being saved because of those good deeds, as Britannica describes it, the order of the solar temple a- is a mashup of evangelical Christian doctrine with occult Freemasonry, like they believed in some form of God, but it's like a solar god or something I don't know doesn't matter
1: sounds like the celestial seasonings stuff
0: mm. no that was wh- that was uh, <laughs> that, that well, was like
1: they had space gods they were so. straight up
0: bible two
1: <laughs> bible 2. With 600
0: Jesuses or whatever. And that's not I'm not making that up. That's like legit what they thought. Yeah, but real. they had
1: a space Jesus too.
0: There were other cult classic behaviors going on here. You gotta have some crazy marriage shit, of course. Oh yeah You know what I'm saying? Okay. Joseph has the perfect thing. It's called Cosmic Rearrangements, where he basically He gets to force married <laughs> couples to split up and then remarries them to other members.
1: <laughs> you know He's playing you, matchmaker. you know that like some <laughs> husband was like He, like, heard about it at a meeting one day. He's like, oh, this is perfect, right? (laughs) He's like, babe, it's a cosmic rearrangement. It's not divorce, okay?
0: (laughs) This week on the Solar (laughs) Solar Bachelorette, we're taking this married couple. and
2: It's
1: It's just Tinder, but, like, if you match, it's just called Rearranged. Dang. (laughs) It pops up on screen. Little stars shoot out of it because it's cosmic.
0: It's just one dude being, like, you two have to marry.
1: You got to check the bulletin board every to week marry. to see who you've been matched with. Yeah, it's like oh Love Island, gosh. but not as fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love Island, but it's a fucking nightmare.
1: It's my type on paper. <laughs> it's my type on Templar Code.
0: <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> it's my type in the Templar Code.
1: She, she don't even wear show laces. Oh, you got you, banter.
0: You got a good one. Alright, Casper, you're gonna keep it down. Keep it down.
1: Oh my god. Do you see us move his neck and how many yeah. wrinkles? He has? <laughs> yeah, it was really wrinkly.
0: <laughs> that was funny.
1: Oh, buddy, we're gonna start going on more walks. Okay?
0: <laughs> no, he just needs lotion. Lotion? Yeah, the wrinkles.
1: That's fat. That's not age. <laughs> Just put
0: some lotion on Those there. Those aren't
1: wrinkles, they're just, rolls. Just
0: put some lotion on there. <laughs> That'll be fine.
1: Everybody comes over and like, why is your dog greasy? What <laughs> <laughs> a walk. He's just so greased up, he just slips right out of his harness. <laughs> the police officer. I don't know. I think it was a dolphin with legs. It was just, it was so quick. <laughs> He's just so greased and smooth. <laughs> <laughs> My God! <laughs> if only you could see him. Oh, he just. Why is your at me. dog greasy?
2: <laughs>
0: That's funny. Okay, okay, okay.
1: All I gotta do is feed him like Wait. 20 more chicken nuggets, and he'll make that grease himself.
2: <laughs> God damn! God
0: damn. <laughs> we getting you the 20 pack from now on. It's only
1: 2.49. The look in his eyes. Yeah. Pure bliss. He wishes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God! All right, I'm getting back to it. I'm getting back to it for real. Like we really. For got real. In. Okay. Joseph and Luke are in charge, and they use their money to live well. Very well.
1: (laughs) Well. That's what rich Uh, people say when they don't want you to know that they're rich. I live
0: well, you know.
1: I do just fine. I make do. That's what they say. (laughs) I do just fine.
0: Yeah. Uh, Seeing as humans are still around past the 90s, their promise of eternal life in heaven with the solar god was broken, you know, because doomsday didn't happen. We're still here. But uh, in 1991. Yeah, for real.
2: Well, uh, uh, that,
0: you know that Hedgehog Village. You that's
1: know? that's what I wake up every morning for. Yeah, exactly. That's what I keep do me, it for the Hedgehog that's what's Village. Me on
0: in, this earth. in 1991, the largest anti-cult organization in France called ADFI. It's all in Fran- French. French. I'm not gonna go for that. You know, they were not happy about this occult group moving into Quebec. The ADFI teamed up with this woman named Rosemarie Claus not santa claus or anything like that just you know Rosemary. no relation no relation who is an ex member of the order she left the cult after her husband was remarried in one of those cosmic (laughs) rearrangements we were talking about um and you know that pissed her off sis had beef yeah she was so pissed salty that in 1993 she teamed up with the canadian police to help them (laughs) investigate the order so she's like, she's oh, searching. you
1: want to break up with me? Good, I'm taking the whole thing down. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> what are you gonna do now, Robert?
0: <laughs> I'm gonna start wearing shoelaces, and
1: I'm gonna start hugging women.
0: Ooh. No, I think other He's
1: women like, can you do He's <laughs> like, you slut. Guess what? I <laughs> I gave the the nightlights to Goodwill. Ooh. He's <laughs> like, you bitch. You <laughs> slut.
0: <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, it doesn't say how they punished it, but you forgot your nightlight. <laughs> Maybe uh, death. So she's she's going after the cult with the help of the Canadian police. And in 1993, um, the first mentionings of preparing the inner members for transit were going around, which is uh, members transcending to heaven uh, via suicide. So if Solar Boy isn't going to have a flare up and uh, make this doomsday thing happen, I just guess we got to do it ourselves, said some members. Other members said, nah. In October of 1994, three-month-old Emmanuel was stabbed to death with a wooden stake at one of the order's lodges in Quebec, Canada. Uh, so that's that first thing, and this, oh, this is why. Oh, we're back to the baby because,
1: murder. Yeah, Joseph- this is not what I wanted.
0: No, no, no. The reason why is Joseph de Mambro is, we think he's the one who ordered the hit on the child, believing baby Emmanuel to be the Antichrist. And he, you know, he didn't want the Antichrist to be born because, you know, he's the freaking Antichrist. <laughs> he <doesn't->
1: has <laughs> He was, he was trying I mean, to do this I mean, that's pretty obvious,
0: right? That's pretty obvious. Good thinking, Joseph. He's like, make him forget about the doomsday because there's the frickin' Antichrist. It's the perfect... Oh, my it's God. It's the perfect... Uh, uh. What is it called? Distraction. Perf- yeah. What? No, there's a better word. Diversion. Good save. Yeah, so Joseph's like, sorry, little buddy, you gotta take one for the team. Oh. God. Uh, Baby Emmanuel had been born to two ex-members of the cult, and Joseph was also jealous that the couple had taken the name emmanuel for their son and dimambro had a son had a daughter with his mistress who was named emmanuel um who he believed to be the human embodiment of the cosmic christ so of course his his (laughs) daughter is the cosmic christ someone else names their their son or daughter emmanuel that's the antichrist because i already have the christ it only makes sense you know or it was probably it was just
1: the 10th most popular baby name in 1994
0: (laughs) that's possible it's possible (laughs) But, you know, the traitors have the, have the Emmanuel. That's that's the um, Antichrist. It's got to be. And so on October 4th, I mean, stuff like this keeps happening. On October 4th, 1994, firefighters were called to Joseph de Mambro's villa in Quebec because it had been burned to the ground, and inside were the remains of five people. Oh. Three of these bodies were those of baby Emmanuel and his parents, all of which had been stabbed to death before the fire. Oh, God. So... That's what happened to Emmanuel. But anyway, yeah. So they lit a fire to cover up their. Let me just say this: fire does not cover up crimes well at all. Like we've we've kind of learned that. Um, it just puts everybody in danger. Like you ever mm-hmm. hear of the Great Chicago Fire? Mm-hmm. I mean, not that that was started by to cover up anything. It was started by a cow. But you know, fire is dangerous. Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fires. Uh,
1: Those were set to cover up stuff. Like
0: if you're gonna do a crime, if you're gonna kill somebody, don't don't try and cover it up with fire. is just more danger. Like, just just do the crime. Um, or, d- actually, no, you don't do the crime. <laughs> just <laughs> don't, don't do, do any crime. of that. Don't do just any do of the that Just do the time. Shit. On the morning of October 5th, 53 bodies were found in two lodges owned by the Order in towns of Shiri and Salvan in Switzerland. 15 people had committed suicide with poison, 30 were killed by bullets or smothering, and 8 were dead of other causes. They were dressed in the ceremonial Templar-esque robes that you gotta pay big money for and the bodies were placed in a circle uh, most with bags covering their heads we're not sure if that was part of the ritual or if they did it willingly Uh, there's evidence that a lot of the members were drugged while they were or before they died so we don't know if they were voluntary uh, suicides or if they were like you know murdered police found letters written by the dead members that said they were escaping the hypocrisies and oppression of this world or uh, what we would call suicide was their transit to their solar heaven
1: I don't like the bag thing
0: no, the bad thing is I think that's horrible. weird. It's horrifying.
1: I think that a lot of these people didn't really want to die. It, yeah, uh,
0: that's what I think too.
1: Yeah.
0: Or also, because they're kind of like higher ups, um, they get, you know, special treat. Like, they don't have to suffer, right? With, mm. the, with the drugs. It's either that or they didn't want to die. Um, Probably cause just. Because Jonestown, like, die. a lot of people didn't want to die. Another mass death associated with the order took place on the night of December 15th, 1995. 16 bodies including three of which were children, Ooh. Uh, Yeah, were discovered on a French mountain laid out in the shape of a star. So that's kind of cool.
1: I, no, I definitely don't like that.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, no, none of it's good. According to evidence discovered in the autopsies, two people in the group shot the others before turning the guns on themselves.
1: Yeah, these people did not want to die.
0: Definitely. This these is ones, straight don't. murder. No, no, no.
1: Especially the kids. You can't...
0: They probably told them, we're going to go for a cool hike at this oh, mountain.
1: Oh, no, no,
0: no. It's th- probably exactly what they did. Oh, that's awful. They're like, what are the rifles for? We're hunting rabbits.
2: Oh, God. You're the Hold rabbit. Oh.
0: <laughs> One of the victims in this incident was a former Olympian. It goes to show that no one's above joining a coat. A
2: cult, <laughs> A coat.
1: Nobody's above joining a coat. <laughs> Damn. Remember, kids, athletic people make bad choices, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The killing doesn't stop there, though. On the morning of March 23rd, 1997, five members of the order were found dead in their homes in Quebec, their house in flames. As police as police arrived to the scene, they found three teenagers heavily drugged in a shed behind the house. They were the children of two of the deceased people. And thankfully, this time the kids were found alive, drugged, but they made it out alive. Yeah, so much death in one group. You're probably wondering what happened to, you know, the leaders, Joseph DiMombro and Luke Jure. Where are those bastards at? You know, Uh, Joseph DiMombro actually went down with his ship, you know, still not honorable, but at least he went down with the rest of them. At least
1: he was a man of his word.
0: In that first mass death on October 5th in 1994, he was really the sole leader of the cult and calling the shots and things like that mm. while Luke Deray seemed to be more of a silent partner who took money from the order but continued to travel and practice what he was into which was the alternative medicine um, mm. while Joseph DiMambro ran the order day to day and decided the fates of his members mm. however Luke Jure did get arrested for a short period of time right after the first killings in 1994 for trying to purchase a gun in Quebec oh a it's of sources, in Canada
1: I was like trying to purchase yeah, that's how you like, get arrested it's in Canada that makes A couple
0: sense. sources say that Luke also died in 1994 With the other members But you know uh, Can't really back that up super much So yeah. it's possible that he just dipped on him In the late 1990s A man named Michael Tabaknik, w- Who was re- a renowned Swiss musician Was arrested as a leader of the order So He's yeah. joined I guess he just kind of yeah, so Became th- the new leader or something like that
1: Yeah he put his name on the uh, the charter
0: Oh yeah yeah He read it. he wrote it in <laughs> Uh, The cult was supposedly, oh, sorry, he was indicted for participation in a criminal organization mm. and murder, but was acquitted in 2001. Oh, okay, okay. The cult was supposedly finished after mass deaths in the early 90s, but there was still practicing members until the early 2000s. There were a couple of solo transits, which was, you know, the suicides in uh, the name of the doctrine. Mm-hmm. But until the late 1990s, no other mass deaths have been recorded, and the group activity and numbers were low after the deaths of the members in 1994. In total, it's believed that around 74 people have died because of the group's ideologies, whether that be voluntarily due to suicide or because, uh, you know, they got carried away and made the decision for other people. Mm. Uh, Could be much higher. We really can't be sure. But the 74 just accounts for the math deaths in 1994, 95 and 97.
1: It's still not a conservative number by any means. Like 74 people is a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, took a while.
1: Yeah, we've been recording for a long time, pre, but that pre, was a good uh, that was a good case. I feel like that had a lot of like history behind it too. I had no idea.
0: But that was the order of the Solar Temple. You interesting kids and your stuff. cults. I know. I like cults. <laughs> I like learning about them at least.
1: Yeah, I think it's interesting, like the brainwashing techniques that you have to be able to like perfect in in scenarios like that, like convincing people to kill themselves for something that you can't prove. Yeah. Interesting
0: you know you gotta you gotta find something you believe in yeah and then you just dig in deeper okay
1: okay this week oh i'm excited for mine okay so this week we're doing leap castle aka the most haunted castle in the world so credit where's credit's due i got a lot of this from just (laughs) www.ireland.com and why'd you gotta say www (laughs)
0: everybody knows it's on the world wide web (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> worldwideweb.ireland.com where's it
0: gonna be the Oregon dot Wide Web.
1: <laughs> pbs um that's
0: still on the <laughs> world wide web
1: <laughs> anyways also i got a bunch from leapcastle.net but i think mm-hmm. i've done a lot of true crime lately so i wanted to throw in some some ghosties especially because i'm headed to zach baggins haunted museum let's go yeah there was an episode of ghost event that was also yeah that was also yeah. where i got a lot of this information uh I the only, most credible source. I only use unbiased sources. Yes. Uh, <laughs> my only goal in Las Vegas, I just want a shirt with Zach Baggins' face on it. <laughs> That's what, all I want. What
0: um, out with his like silver cross. <laughs>
1: yeah, I just want to leave Las Vegas looking like Zach Baggins.
0: You gotta get one where he's like in his pose where he's like. Huh.
1: Like the too tight black shirt with the big, bl- <laughs> the big black like baggy plant pants, mm-hmm. plants. <laughs> <laughs> but he's okay. just like
0: intently. He's like feeling something you know
1: yeah yeah
0: like <laughs> a sudden right outburst. oh yeah
1: anyways leap castle so okay i wanted to start with some history first this case was really interesting to me i really liked it i i also just really liked the ghost adventures episode so I, that's honestly why i chose it um so the history so leap castle is otherwise known as the most haunted castle in the world which i guess you could Say is debatable, but we'll we'll roll with it.
0: I don't know any other ones, so (laughs) I'm gonna go with that.
1: It's in this place called Offaly, Ireland. I don't I swear I did not say that right. That's I don't know how to say these Irish names. There's a bunch of Gaelic names in this case.
0: Whoa, whoa! During Pride
1: Month, (laughs) that's homophobic. That's homophobic. I don't know. It's in Ireland, and it's owned and occupied by this guy named Sean Ryan, which we'll get to more about him later. But a porn star name, Sean Ryan. No, sure. that's kind of just a regular name. Yeah, that's kind of a regular name. I was like, if anything, that'd be like a movie star name. Be funny Sean
0: Ryan. Didn't even get a laugh. Well, <laughs>
1: do you want to? Okay, I was speaking of porn star <laughs> names. So <laughs> so my friend and I were talking the other day, Sammy, and she was like, I think I won't change my name when I get married. She's like, Sammy Moss just does not sound good. And oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And she goes, oh, you would be Bailey Brand that's a porn star name. And I was like, yeah, definitely not changing my name now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Anyways, That's funny. but <laughs> moving from porn star names to haunted castles, as we do here on this podcast, um, it was built sometime between the 12th and 15th century by the, this wealthy family called the O'Bannons. And it's said to be built on this ancient druidic site. So the castle gets its name from the two O'Bannon brothers who constantly fought over which one would be, like received their father's wealth and the castle after he died um, and so this is my favorite part of this whole case according to the old irish legend the brothers decided to compete for the castle by jumping off a large rock on the <laughs> castle grounds and whoever lived would get the estate that sounds like something men would do
0: toxic masculinity <laughs>
1: this man was like it's not even it's, it's not even like it just goes to the oldest kid or I something like tradition. Half my leg yeah what if they both died who's it going to (laughs) the maid like bro
0: yeah how do you pick how do you pick the rock they're like this one they like have to agree on a rock first
1: they just look like a bunch of idiots walking (laughs) around being like that one no which
0: no i think we'll we won't get hurt enough off of that one (laughs) what the fuck
1: (laughs) they jump off and it's like i may be crippled but at least i get a castle that i can't walk around in jeez it's I, like
0: this. Th- this castle's definitely not wheelchair accessible either. <laughs> and they don't have fucking wheelchairs. I
1: don't think that wheel was invented. No, that's. <laughs> <laughs> we don't this have wheelchairs. We don't have wheels. <laughs> we I don't, don't even have
0: chairs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just imagining because, like back then, they just cut your they just cut your shit off. Like if it broke. <laughs>
0: Fuck, really?
1: Yeah, I mean that they just amputate everything back then. So I'm just walking, <laughs> oh I'm just imagining. How does people guy survive? Trying to that? get around on like little wooden pegs.
0: Oh, like a double pirate.
1: <laughs> double pirate. That's cool. Anyways, so <laughs> we don't know who won. That much is lost to history, but that's why the castle's is called. Um, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna pronounce this so wrong. It's in Gaelic. Okay, lame U which in English is o'bannon's Leap that's right. the name of the castle which is like kind of badass though it sounds kind of cool
0: name
1: O'Bannon's Leap and the O'Bannons were this powerful family but they eventually pledged to the O'Carroll family who then took over the castle so like the O'Bannons their their family line was either too weak or like uh. they didn't have enough sons to like take on the family name so they they pledged to the O'Carroll family ah, who then so the took over the whole males castle.
0: Came in. <laughs>
1: But history repeats itself, and the chief of the O'Carroll clan died without naming a successor, and his sons fought over who would become the next chief. Like, like really fought though. They like killed each other. This wasn't like. Yeah. I, this I didn't was like back in else. the day. Oh, really? No, I wasn't assuming. In my it was head, slap when it's like, oh, something. brothers fight for property, and it's like lawyers and and papers uh, and screaming at each other in a conference room. Uh, but Ga- I forgot in, this in is Gaelic. in the 12th century. <laughs> just in Gaelic.
0: Like what? Sign this. How we
1: don't have a written language? Gaelic has a written language. That was a joke. Oh, <laughs> it's like this man doesn't know anything about Gaelic.
0: <laughs> man, what a fucking idiot! <laughs> and shout out to uh... Lauren because I know you'll think it's funny.
1: Shout out to Lauren. Shout
0: out Lauren. Told me that I was funny.
1: One of our friends told Ben Hell he yeah. was funny, and he's gonna hold on to that forever now. Oh yeah. He's just gonna milk that. <laughs>
0: don't say that. Wow, going like this with your
1: hand. <laughs> it's fine. We're not videoing it. Okay. So one of the brothers, Thaddeus, Yet. was a priest and the other brother,
0: Thaddeus, is I want to say
1: Teve, tave? it's T-E-I-G-H-E. But I, I know said in...
0: Thaddeus is packing.
1: That's <laughs> <As> a priest. <laughs> you ain't seen what's under those robes. <laughs> I mean, listen,
0: listen, listen. When you shave, it appears bigger. So if you have no balls, it appears even bigger.
1: He's a priest, not a eunuch.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The fuck? <laughs> Sorry, this is go going- I'm taking you completely off the rails.
1: So the other brother's name is Teve, but in Gaelic I am pretty sure G H makes a V sound or something. I don't know. I'm gonna call him Teve. Um so Teve decided he himself was the rightful heir to their father's throne. So while Thaddeus was in the castle's chapel saying Mass because he's a priest and not a eunuch, uh Teve <sighs> murdered him. <laughs> so the leap cap the leap castle chapel was from then on known as the bloody chapel which is like sick but like Uh. (laughs) yeah and then it just it keeps getting worse in the 17th century the o'carroll's daughter fell in love with an english prisoner uh she would go on to help him escape so they could be married but not before he killed her only brother leaving her as the sole heir to the castle so she took the Darby yeah. name, and the Darby family continued to live there until 1922. Um, Darby was the name of this English prisoner. Uh, so she took his name, had his kids, whatever, <laughs> and that family lived there until 1922 when Mildred Darby, who's was living there at the time, was the living relative, her, uh, her and her family were forced out of their home by the Irish Rebellion, since it was dangerous to be like an English person in Ireland at that time. Um, and much of the castle was actually burned after their escape.
0: How do you burn? Well, I guess there's a bunch of wood in the castle. Yeah, also. there's a bunch of wood and tapestries whatever, yeah. and,
1: and things like that. I mean, yeah. the castle itself is still there because it's made out of stone. But, like, yeah, the all bones. the doors were probably burned off and things like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but in 17, 1794... 1974... There was a project launched to restore the castle, and in 1991, the current owner, Sean Ryan, who we talked about earlier, uh, that's when he bought the castle, and he lives there with his wife, and they do tours. He lives in this haunted castle, which, like, living in a castle? Dope. Living in a haunted castle? Not so much.
0: Yeah, because I remember from the episode... Well, I guess he'll talk about this.
1: Well, kind of, but, but yeah, in the episode, uh, he's just giving him a tour. He's like, yeah, this is our room. This is our bathroom. We shit with the ghosts. (laughs) Like... That's crazy, I would not want to live in a haunted house. I don't know. mm, I think I'm gonna have to just build every house that I ever live in just yeah, out of
0: fear of ghosts because someone's died in every house that exists as long as they're like ten years old, probably
1: mm probably more than ten years right. old, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess if you're buying a house that's like nineteen fifty <clears throat> or older, there's a good chance somebody died in there, or oh, there's for just sure. some sort of like bad vibe in there yeah. or it was built on like stolen land, which all that, of America all of them, so you know, I I don't trust there's it. There's no lack of ghosts. There's yeah, there there's no shortage of ghosts. Um so, I mean, this guy lives in this castle which probably makes for like great dinner conversation.
0: <laughs> Do you think he's got like modern amenities?
1: Yeah, they have like a modern toilet and stuff. They oh, okay, cool. they redid the castle in that. in 1974. So, but yeah, that brings us to present day. So, we've covered the history. So, now let's talk about the ghosts.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, first up we have to talk about the most ominous presence in the house i didn't omnious. say omni <laughs> i didn't <laughs> forget i didn't forget ominous is a really hard word to pronounce correctly it's so funny. i say omnius and then like when i was a little kid i used to get beagle and bagel mixed up
0: that's really cute
1: <laughs> no i was like 11 <laughs>
0: yeah
1: beagle bagel and also pacific and specific
0: just in word though not in concept right we're gonna eat some
1: beagles yeah yeah no i had to think about that for a minute i was like uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so <laughs> so okay the most ominous not omnious presence in the house is is what co- uh, sean calls the elemental like that's the like that's the big that's bad the one. name. It's this like spirit or entity that lives within the walls of Leap Castle and no one no one's really sure of its origin. Some say the elemental was put there by druids long before the castle was built to protect the like sacred site used for initiations in druidic magic, which uh, I don't know if sinister cool. is the right word because I don't know maybe it could be it could be a good spirit but sinister is the word that comes to mind. It's just like don't Dark. fuck with this shit. Yeah. Uh, some say that the Elemental is the spirit of a long ago O'Carroll chief who died of leprosy in the castle. Um, and the last main theory is that Mildred Darby, which was the last Darby descendant to live in the castle, awakened the Elemental after an occult ritual. So Mildred was known to dabble in the occult and hold like seances in the castle. She even wrote a book in the 1990s all about her encounters with ghosts on the property, which is pretty wow. cool. And I really want to find this book now. Uh, but since Sean Ryan moved in in 1991, he said he hasn't felt the presence of the elemental and think that maybe Mildred's occult rituals angered the spirit, which is why she felt its presence. Oh,
2: okay. So he's
1: never felt the elemental, but he's read about it in like Mildred's diaries and, and her book mm. and everything. And so that's not entirely like out of this world to think that it was just her who angered the spirit and that's why she felt it. I mean, it's scary to think though that like an evil force like that could be living yeah. in your home, and then just like you do something it doesn't like, and it's just awakened. Like, it's well, a lot I, of pressure.
0: I feel like the guy that's living there has a pretty good, not you pack, gotta have, but you know, he's kind of just got. You gotta you know, have like got a good sense of it.
1: humor, a good sense of respect to live in a, a haunted house like that. Definitely. Crazy. Yeah, right? I'd, it
0: probably would suck though, because there's probably some people that just come in with like.
1: Like bad intentions, yeah, like they just exactly. they like Zach Baggins. They just want to <laughs> anger the spirit. <laughs> Sadly, yes. They they just want to anger the spirit just to like for money, yeah, for the money or for the, the clout. They want to get like they want to catch it on camera and stuff. Um, but next up is the bloody chapel. So this is your eunuch. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> people have reported seeing Thaddeus' ghost as he was murdered in the chapel by his brother, um, and they they feel like they've seen him or his spirit. Um, and it's actually referred to as the priest. So if they see him or like any sort of spirit or paranormal activity in the chapel, they refer to it as the priest. Huh. So that could be Thaddeus. People report seeing like a bright light streaming through the windows of the chapel. I'm just going to move past the joke you made about Zach Baggins' ball sack. It's not um, even in there. <laughs> so people report seeing a bright light streaming through the windows of a chapel, um, even in, like, in the pitch black night, they see lights coming through the windows of the chapel. Hmm. Creepy. Don't like it. Um, like, it's, like, they know that no one's in there, but there's still light coming through the windows. So, like, you, they can corroborate that nobody is in the chapel. Uh. Uh, but the most sinister force in the bloody chapel is the spirits found in the Obliette. So,
0: oh, there we go. Yeah. Obliette. Yeah.
1: So, the an Obliette is a small, like, dungeon type of room in castles. A lot of castles have them um and most of the time it's only the only access to the obliate is through a trap door in its ceiling so it's it's like a pit it's basically like a dungeon it's a pit and it has a door and like a little flap door on the top and that's the only way in and out and they used to like be used for hiding valuables or hiding people in the event of a siege things like that so it wasn't used for torture necessarily i mean you definitely could it's just a big pit in the ground um And, like, usually it's pretty deep, so unless you have a ladder, you can't get back out of it. Um, But its main purpose was supposed to be for hiding valuables or hiding people during, like, attacks. Uh, But the O'Carroll clan obviously did not follow these Obliette guidelines and gave it a much more sinister purpose. They would throw people down there and just, like, leave them to die. So the (laughs) O'Carrolls were extremely brutal people and had no problem killing just large numbers of people um in 1922 workmen restoring like, oh, the castle Oh, I know what I could do with this hole. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Uh, Storing valuables? Nah. nah. But in 1922 workmen restoring the castle stumbled upon the Obliette and cleared out three large cartfuls of human skeletons, estimated to be about 150 bodies. And this is just what the Obliette held. Like there's been other bodies recovered around the property. Like, they would just kill people out in, like, the yards of the castle. Yeah. Like, people would try to come siege the castle, and they just murder them out in the yard. Do you think the Obliat's going to hurt our resale value? <laughs> nah. Leave the bodies in there. We'll just seal it off. Never happened. Jeez. Oh. Yeah, and people visiting the castle say they feel this, like, overwhelming presence when they go near the Obliat. They feel, like, an intense feeling of anger that just comes over them, and... Uh, rocks from the chapel actually will like fly up off the ground and into the walls like somebody's picking up a rock and throwing it at the wall but there's nobody there like rocks will just off the floor hit the wall yikes yeah no thank you Mm mm-hmm
0: yeah, that's really scary. <laughs> it's
1: really scary. I mean, really you're just like on that. a tour. You're there with, like, your family. And you're like, oh, educational history <laughs> tour that mom booked, you know? And yeah. then all of a sudden, it's like a rock just, pew, like, whizzes past your and head. The guy giving like, the
0: tour is like, let's uh, move on to the next room. Yeah. Come on, people.
1: <laughs> they actually do tours of the castle, which I think would be dope.
0: Bring a helmet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're like,
0: why? It?
1: It's just rocks. Oh, you water. know, the ghost
0: that throws rocks at people. <laughs> or at the walls, I guess. I don't know.
1: And so another spirit that roams the castle is the Red Lady. This one freaked me out the most, I think. Mm. Uh, She's described as, like, this tall woman in a red dress with this, like, luminescence radiating out from her. Tall drink of ectoplasm juice. (laughs) She just has this, like, luminescence radiating out from her is what people describe her as. Um, And she's seen carrying a dagger in her hand. And people have reported feeling, like, the room get cold when she's around or, like, a cold feeling in their chest. Uh, more specifically, their hearts. And the Red Lady is said to be a woman who was held captive by the O'Carrolls and was repeatedly raped by the men. Uh, she became pregnant and then gave birth, but the O'Carrolls murdered her child.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: it's said that she then used the same the same blade to kill herself. So the same blade that the O'Carrolls used to kill her baby, she stole and kill her, killed herself.
0: Oh, that's really fucking um, sad.
1: And this explains like the cold feeling around your heart. They say that she stabbed herself in the chest. Huh. Um, and in one excerpt Could mean from, like
0: broken heart or stabbed herself in the heart. Or, yeah, yeah.
1: Either way. Awful. Yeah. Um, and in one excerpt from Mildred Darby's um, articles or her, her book that she wrote reads, there is a tall, dark woman in the historic scarlet silk dress that rustles. She haunts the blue room, which always used to be the nursery and sobs at the foot of the children's beds. Oh, <sighs> Well, if I saw that uh, I you could not pay me to stay in that house. <laughs> nope. Bro. God. I, you know how people like especially so, wait, old-timey the, people
0: you, this woman, the the tall red yeah. dressed woman would be in the the nursery room,
1: mm-hmm, crying at the oh foot God. of the children's beds. That's so no way. Old-timey people That's like so this, bad. they just saw the shit and they just <laughs> like, I'll yep. yeah, I'll stay living here.
0: That's just what? the like you no, they still have their children in the nursery.
1: <laughs> you read they all, don't all these give accounts. a shit. They but like you read all these accounts of like old timey people reporting ghosts, like especially like the height mm. of spiritualism in like the 1800s mm. and early 1900s, and and you're like, bro, move! <laughs> like what? Thing. It's crazy uh. to me. I don't know. Anyways, but some other <laughs> spirits at Leap Castle include uh. the ghosts of Emily and Charlotte and their governess. Uh, the girls are said to have lived at the castle in the 1600s. Emily was eleven when she died falling off of one of the castle's battlements, and people have reported seeing oh. what they thought was a child falling off the top of the castle, but they realize she's a spirit when she disappears before she hits the ground.
0: Mm. I guess she doesn't get to what own the castle.
1: Terrifying. Imagine you're just on a tour and like some little girl's like falling to her death and you're like that's uh. traumatizing. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. she just disappears and you're like
0: That would make me feel better though.
1: I mean that would make you feel better, but, but it also, also make you feel like what Because the fuck?
0: you're like, well, that actually happened, and I'm just seeing like the, the. Uh, yeah. What like it the replay? Out again? Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Still terrifying. That's horrifying.
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh, probably... Sc- there's probably not, no noise. You know, she's probably screaming or something. Also. I mean,
1: I didn't see any reports of any noise. Oh really? It might just be her. It's
0: still creepy. As well, the, the visual, but. Still scary.
1: Yeah, so Emily fell off the castle and died. Um, Charlotte has been seen with seen with a deformed leg dragging behind her, and the governess is often seen with seen with them or um, in the hall.
0: Ooh, wait, which one's Charlotte?
1: Uh, they're both the little girls. So it's Emily and Charlotte who are little girls, and their governess.
0: Oh, so one of them died, and then one of them got a broken leg. Well, wh- and I so think she wa- gets to own the castle. That's how it works, right? It's,
1: no, this is, the night, or this is the 1600s, but yeah, yeah. Uh, women were property. They didn't get to own property. Uh, um, so, yeah, that's... so Emily died. Charlotte has this deformed mm-hmm. leg. Um, and the girls are often seen running up and down the stairwell. And some guests have reported hearing children's laughter. <gasps>
2: oh, how fun.
0: How fun.
1: <laughs> There's something creepier about <laughs> children ghosts than there is regular ghosts. I don't know
0: they're like yeah there's all these other ones that are scary but you know these Kids ones are slapping. having fun we're good <laughs> you know really balances it out
1: i hate it and so the other ghost that's often seen is the murdered woman and here's a quote from mildred darby to describe her uh, mildred writes there is a woman with very few clothes and a red cloth over her face she screams loudly twice and disappears." one night i was sitting talking with my governess i got up said good night and opened the door which was on top of the back staircase as i did so i heard someone a woman come slowly upstairs walk past us to a window at the end of the landing and then with a shriek fall heavily as she passed it was bitterly cold and i drew back into the room but did not say anything as it might frighten the governess she also said there is a reenactment of two Carol- O'Carroll brothers fighting over a lover she was chased along the gallery and then stabbed they all disappear and the entire keep is lighted up so like this is the so the murdered woman is the lover in, in between the fight and the, of the uh, two O'Carroll brothers
0: uh huh dang <laughs> I don't like the but the temperature like, change is what gets me that's like yeah no you, that's not cool you feel a temperature change like you notice that mhm like but when thing you're in the that water gets me, though, you, know how, you know how like you're in the water in like a, a lake or and something, you peeing, and, it, and it's like, warm
2: yeah i <laughs> wasn't thinking that i was oh.
0: thinking like it's cold in a certain spot <laughs> oh yeah that's like too. been in the shade or just for no reason and, and you're just like what the fuck
1: yeah or you and it's warm or you and it's warm and then you're
0: chilling yeah <laughs> or and then you, you say hey come over here yeah it's warm <laughs> for some reason but wink wink that's yeah. the thing
1: that gets me she's literally standing in her own home watching this scene from history play out with these spirits she is literally watching these two O'Carroll brothers chase this woman and stab her
0: there's nothing you can do either
1: yeah because I mean it's already happened but that would be terrifying to just have to sit there and watch it Like you can't stop it they're they're spirits like what are you going to do but anyways the current owner Sean Ryan also reports hearing the woman scream too so he can corroborate that um and, and yeah that is that's sleep castle the most haunted castle in Ireland. Yeah. Wouldn't want to live there but I would definitely like to visit. it's yeah. awesome. I've well, got a, Awesome is a not a great choice of words.
0: I've got a question. So mm-hmm. if you're seeing that, you know, reenactment or whatever mm-hmm. that like recurring it like happens over and over. Do you think that it's like just a mirage? or do you think that Mm. they are legit reliving that as ghosts
1: um i don't think that it happened over and over at least it didn't it wasn't clear in in mildred's like excerpt um but i don't think it's a i think it's it's literally a loop like if if you look at like different paranormal like resources like research resources um there is instances of loops like that like time times in history that just replay for these spirits like Mm -hmm. they're trapped in this loop and they just keep they just relive this uh usually it's their death it's something bad that happened to them and they just keep relieving it mm-hmm. um i it think it's films, a loop for sure i don't think it's a mirage or, or anything i think that these spirits are genuinely genuinely having to relive experiencing this that. Damn. yeah and who knows maybe it was only that one time that like maybe mildred was because she said like you know like i said in the article um she practiced the occult so maybe she did a seance or something and that just like awakened something in the castle and and caused this like replay of a really horrific event <laughs> that would to happen suck in to front be of her of i do
0: god what a cool place
1: <laughs> what a great way to end yeah, yeah
0: watch the um watch the ghost adventures uh of leap castle
1: yeah pretty good it's
0: pretty good what pretty a great awesome. way
1: to end the show
0: because zach baggins and his crew are like i want to go to the the uh What's it called? The obliet. The obliet, and the dude's like,
1: uh Yeah, he's like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, just kidding. We're not gonna end the episode like that because that would be sad.
0: Yeah, we do this thing where we have a good story at the end. Usually, actually, I think all the times Bailey has read it and found it.
1: Yeah, cause I just Google good stories. Yeah. Um, I just put good stories or happy stories into the <laughs> search bar in Google, and then I just read something. See, I tried that but, and it
0: didn't work. It brought me to this super cheesy site. Well, I thought it was cheesy. You thought it was cool. It was like two grandmothers meet after not seeing each other in a long time or something.
1: Oh, that's like that. adorable, I was like, though. Okay. Yeah, you just heartless. I know, but it,
0: no. It, okay, it's cute, but like, it felt like exactly what would come up when I, if I Google <laughs> happy story. You know. That's
1: definitely true. Yeah. Um, actually, this this time I didn't just put it into Google. This time, um, I had an article already in mind oh. for us. Yeah. Um, so, you know, nowadays.
0: Because we're professional podcasters.
1: Yeah, of course. Making the big uh, bucks.
0: Just kidding. My like, Venmo yeah, is... Uh, losing money every shit, month. Shit, I didn't have my Venmo name uh, memorized.
1: <laughs> at Bailey M68. Anyways, oh, I'm just fucker. kidding. Oh, you motherfucker. You're going to get all the donations. You're going to have to bleep that out. Um, <laughs> How come? I don't want your money. Um, oh, uh, but <laughs> so So I didn't put this into Google. I actually had one in mind. And, you know, nowadays, like, looking at the news is really hard. It's a lot of you know hard stories there's forest fires there's death there's pandemics and that's where so, BetterHelp <laughs> um, better help comes in
0: um better
2: today's Online. sponsor <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: so when this article popped up on my phone um i just knew we had to cover it this is the news that so we sarcastic? want to see this is the news <laughs> that i want to see this popped up on my phone as a notica- a notification from the news app because okay. it's from cnn this is the news i want to see spit it
0: out what do you got
1: the title of this article (laughs) a tiny dinosaur Uh, trapped in amber turned out to be a quote really weird animal instead i
0: thought you were gonna say like a gram or an animal cracker or something what what's the difference between a really weird animal and a dinosaur then
1: let me read you the thing. I don't know. I just thought That's, that was hilarious that because hilarious. it was surrounded by articles like mass shooting, pand- oh my god! <laughs> pandemic death's rise or whatever. And this then in the cute, middle it was like tiny dinosaur was trapped in amber. Tiny dinosaur turns actually... out to be a really weird animal instead. And oh I was like <laughs> So, you know, somebody paid like hundreds of thousands of dollars for a degree in like English or something to write that title. Anyways. <laughs> That's no hate uh one. so Let this article this amber, is by trapped whatever i'll show you in a minute okay. this article is by katie hunt of cnn um thank you katie i did not mean what i said about that hundreds of thousands <laughs> of times
0: she's like yeah <laughs> I, I did
1: yeah. i'm getting an art degree so i i can definitely not argue with that um so it starts out
0: now, katie's like this is what i live to write for <laughs>
1: honestly if i was a writer this is all i would write too yeah uh, she writes, scientists are explorers of the unknown seeking to understand the world as it exists now and millions of years ago. It's a complicated endeavor, and this means researchers sometimes get things wrong, and that's okay. In fact, it's great. Creative and sy- systemic investigation is how science makes progress and we learn more about our planet Earth. Huh. So we'll, I'll put a picture well, cool. of this on, uh, on the Instagram or on an Instagram story or something. <laughs> are you ready for the really weird animal? yeah says with pointy teeth and bulging eyes this tiny prehistoric animal trapped in a chunk of amber made a big splash when it hit the headlines last year paleontologists reckoned this little guy was a hummingbird sized dinosaur so like really tiny But it turns out the specimen was neither bird nor dino, but a wee lizard with its snout squashed into a beak-like shape over time.
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Researchers said the skull had become deformed as the amber, made from globs of tree resin that oozed from ancient bark, hardened around it, magnifying the bird-like features. A second amber specimen that preserved scales and soft tissue showed uh, showed features similar to that of a lizard, but the scientists say it's unlike any lizard alive today so yeah i thought that was funny they're like oh a brand new dinosaur tiny hummingbird sized dinosaur and it's just some random ass lizard with its face smushed (laughs) nice that's really
2: funny
1: (laughs) we've got a new species
0: here oh it's just a fucked up lizard
2: yeah whoops okay so so i
0: just looked it up and it says amber takes two between two and ten million years to harden yeah so that's it's insane. still like
1: it's an old still old really old animal cool. but it's i don't think you can lizard. classify it as a dinosaur i guess at least they didn't i mean it's a dragon these it's
0: an old lizard
1: it's a, it's like a two inch long lizard
0: still a dragon <laughs> okay don't try to tear him down
1: <laughs> this tiny little beak like snout <laughs> but yeah that's that's our good good note for the for the that. episode
0: are you gonna post that picture on instagram probably. I want to see this deformed lizard. <laughs>
1: yeah. Anyways, that's it for us today. We'll see you back uh next week. Hopefully we'll have some video content for you.
0: Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. I'm so happy to be back. Like th- this is great. <laughs> yeah. We got our own recording studio. We don't got to worry about nothing.
1: Except for the dog crying. Yeah. Be on the lookout for bear squatch. Let us know if you have any sightings oh, and yeah, we will yeah. see you next week. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.
0: All right, I'm going to take this opportunity to plug uh, Smucker's Uncrustables, uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, famously it has no crust.
1: God damn that breath.
0: (laughs) Casper's breath is so bad.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I've got gastrointestinal issues and I'm here for it. IBS and proud.
0: (laughs) Oh, irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah. I was like, what did the IRS have to do with it? Shit (laughs) a (laughs) lot.
1: Auditing my shit. I've got really long toes. They're like fingers on my feet.
0: Stop. That's weird.
1: (laughs) And every time I got to change my shoes, Sammy and Abby are always looking over at my feet. They're like, no, show me them toes. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to hide my feet from everyone at practice. Let me see your toes. (laughs) Because I said offhandedly one time, I was like, stop looking at my toes. They're they're not long. (laughs) I do have long toes, though.
0: They're not that long.
1: Pretty long. Actually, yeah, they're like twice as long. <laughs> as I got long toes.
0: Uh okay, now I'm not I'm going to cut that. <laughs> Clap. That's
1: why we're here.
0: Clap. Basically
1: nice. Yeah. Shoelaces. Yeah. You dirty pagan. <laughs>